Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. In the week that... uh we have a second special counsel yes. for this bullshit Biden classified document investigation, which is going to find Same. fucking nothing. Pardon me. And the week we found out about penis pummeling, who would we rather have on our happy hour than noted alpha liberal Cliff Schechter? Yes. We need a lot of, right? We need alpha liberals that are ready to penis pummel. He did not pummel Let's hope any Jack penises. Jack Smith is ready to penis pummel some, some actual criminals, and we get some actual justice this week. And also, Cliff Schechter is very funny. He is. Yes. I don't want Jack Smith to have the peanuts pummel yeah. Donald Trump. That's yeah. not cool. Well, <laughs> listen, we also heard the phrase pussy punching this week. So it's been a traumatic well, week we also talked for about, all of us. It'd be hard to find it, too, without FUPA. Yeah. What? Hmm? You know what FUPA is? Yes. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Let's just listen to Cliff Schechter. <laughs> well, we also uh, talked about, we also told you about cock and ball torture. Oh, cock and ball torture. Yeah. It's going to be, sir, drink up. It's, you're oh, and you guys get, went after Josh Charlie, who's into fisting. Yes. Let's just no, cover all the fisting, bases while we're at it. Fisting aficionado, we got Josh all Holly. the fetishes going. This was like so an covered. S&M yeah. happy yeah. hour. Yeah, drink up. Happy, happy hour. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs. Now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Cliff. That was hey, the, how are you? I don't, we just randomly picked some alpha liberal music. As long as it's some good metal, like, go for it. I'm into yeah. it. This is uh, NWO by Ministry, actually. Woo! Yeah. Okay. Hi. I like it. 
Hiya. Hi, how are you doing? Well, I don't, what do you make of that hot mess we just watched on the, last week on the House floor? Um, what I, what I, what's been really important about it, and I've actually kind of, I don't want to say enjoyed, I don't enjoy that that's happening, but enjoyed seeing as a response to it is regular people I know who aren't sort of political types, you know, and, and some of whom vote Republican sometimes like, oh my God, was that a complete S show? I won't say the words because I don't yes. want to get you in trouble. Thank you. Um, you know, I mean, they were shocked. You know, we pay attention to this stuff all the time and we know what a group of, of clowns these guys are. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think, as I said earlier, watermelons with beards. Oh, no, it's just J.D. Vance. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> I believe you said bearded watermelon. Yes. yes. Bearded watermelon. Yeah, everybody, I ran into J.D. Vance the other day in a store and I actually held my tongue and didn't say anything mean because the he had kids there and my kid was there and, oh yeah it was tough not to but in any case um just you so know, it's like it's not that we promote this but just so you know this just in the uh, a texas grand jury has declined to indict the dude who tossed two cans of beer at ted cruz while he was you know horning in on the houston astros world series oh. victory parade uh -huh. i'm not saying you should yeah. that guy just saying I feel like everyone no, in the world wants to throw violence. everyone in the world wants to throw a beer can at Ted Cruz and wants to punch Matt Gates. I'm not saying that you should. I'm just saying it is the bipartisan right. thing that seems to unite us. Is what I think I think the best way to go with that is to quote the old Chris Lock Rock line, which is I'm not saying I do it, but I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. I think it was about OJ, so it's awful and whatever. Point being, um, you know, Ted Cruz is just He's a, he, like if you co collected all the most loathsome characteristics of a combination of maybe humans, slugs, um, various other bacteria, you'd get, you know, so I understand I, why someone would be tempted to throw that at him. Right. But and I yes, don't, no and I don't, violence. I don't know no for violence. certain, but I'm going to guess that Matt Gates walks off the floor of the house at least twice a week with a punch me sign on his back that someone, some Republican has put there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, has, yeah, when it was. When it was happy hour at the 17 and under bar, I think he tried to, to really get out there. Um, okay, in all seriousness, like, it was a joke. It's embarrassing. These people are, are the fact that Marjorie Taylor Greene has an outsized voice in there yeah. is just incredible. Um, all of it's everything that we think it is, right? They're awful. Yeah. They're compromised. How many of them are, are beholden to, to foreign dictators or yeah. domestic sort of terrorists? Lots of them. Yeah. Uh, and, and, they, and took 15 votes in bribery. And the, the thing that's so pathetic about this guy, about McCarthy, is he could have been a leader at some point and stood up and said, you're either going to vote for me or I'm going to go talk to Democrats for the votes or you're going to either do this or I'm going to. I mean, he could have threatened. He could have come from a position of strength. And instead, like you can't. Can you imagine if you had to go and I'll say in two seconds, like and negotiate something. Yeah. But you knew that any person in the audience when you're at like a sexy liberal thing could say, I vote her out. I vote Stephanie off the stage. Just one person. And yeah. that's what he, like, if Matt Gates is having a bad day because no 16-year-olds answered his call. Yeah. Or Lauren Boebert's having a bad day because she failed the GED for the 12th time. <laughs> or whatever it is, any one of them can, can, can oust McCarthy now. It, like, there's no way you can lead in those circumstances. It's pathetic. And you highlighted uh, Eric Swalwell's tweet where he did the picture of uh, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, George Santos, and Jim Jordan, and it said, uh, Marge, those are the lasers. Santos, I invented them. Jordan, I didn't see anything. And you just <laughs> said, uh, we're there. Many Democrats now get the importance of messaging and mockery uh, that Republicans bombed the high road out of existence 20 years ago. I'm so here for this. Republicans won't know what to do when their garbage is answered with wit beyond 
beyond uh, Bobert's completed grade grade level. Um, yes, Swalwell's one of them. Ted Lou's one of them, right? I mean, the, this is the stuff that you know I've been yelling about. You guys, other folks, that we we used to take the high road and say, "Oh, I'm not going to dignify that with a response." Or and when they push something, no matter as we as you, we've learned, right? No matter how much we would think, nobody will ever believe that. They do, right? We're yeah. killing live babies or we're, so you have to, when somebody with a big microphone, no, not when it's some loser with like, you know, no picture in their avatar on Twitter with two followers, <laughs> but when it's somebody who's got a big microphone, you have to answer it. And Swalwell with that tweet, that's why I said that because look at all the Democrats that brought popcorn to the floor, yeah. you know, and took pictures of that. Like Ted Lieu, Ruben Gallego, fantastic. Katie Porter, who yeah. I've heard is Considering a run for for Senate out there, um, Diane Feinstein's seat. How great would that yeah. be? Yeah. Oof. Did you see her the book she was in there reading? The yes. art of yes. not giving up. She's reading a book, The Art of Not Giving Up. Yep. <laughs> She's on I mean, camera. That, that is a messaging. What, what Democrats didn't used to get is every time there's a camera on you or a microphone in front of you is it is a messaging opportunity. Right. Is a chance to either attack your opponent yep. or get something across positive about you so they can't define you ahead of time and make up lies about you. It's just, it's so gratifying now. Again, it, not just me or just you. Like there've been a whole group of us who've been saying, guys, like you can't yeah. punch well, we back, can't punch back. Above it. Yeah. We, we can't, we can, we need to communicate just because we have all the better well, ideas. If nobody knows it's a tree falling in the exactly. forest. Yeah, and by the way, you highlighted another one, Lucas uh, Kuntz, who is running against Josh Hawley, and he tweeted on January 6th, Josh Hawley showed us he's a fraud and a coward. Missourians deserve a U.S. senator who's willing to stand and fight. That's why I've decided to take him on. And you just said what an outstanding ad. This is how you message, how you mock those worthy of it, how you don't worry more about decorum than democracy. Bravo. He did another one where it's him running, and he said as a Marine, you know, Josh Hawley and I both know how to run. You know, but then he just contrasted you know, Josh Hawley being a coward. Right. The best sort of campaign ads and the best campaign messaging is where you can contrast your biggest strengths with their biggest weaknesses. Kuntz is a guy that ran and joined the military and probably ran from bullets and from artillery and IEDs and whatever to protect us. And Josh Hawley's a guy who gave the fist and then ran away like the little coward he is. And then he's writing a book on manhood. And I've been mocking him for that. And I'm so glad because these are the things our candidates didn't used to do. They're like, well, that's below me to mock it. No, like, so Kuntz gets it. And if you're going to win a race in a place like Missouri, if you're going to have a shot as a Democrat, somewhere like that, the way this past campaign, we almost won, you know, in North Carolina, we hung in here in Ohio with Tim Ryan until Peter Thiel dumped in, you know, $30 million. If you're going to hang and win in states that are not really blue states, you have to message like that. You have to, yeah. you have to tell them who you are. He's a veteran. You know, he's not a coward like this little wimp, you know, Holly. Don't let Holly define himself as a man. That, yeah. Yeah. Words I can't use on your show. Well, you that I would you use just called define. me out on Twitter and said, don't let define her as a football fan because you said everything Stephanie Miller said except about the Bengals is. Yeah. And someone called me out. They said, they said, boy, you talked a lot of trash last year about the Rams. I don't hear so much this year. And I'm like, no, because I'm a I'm a coward. I'm a fair weather friend. They suck this year. So I don't. Yeah. You're none of that. You mocked me. Yeah. No trash talk now. I'm just a complete coward. Yeah. Yeah. But you owned me last year and I'm going to give that to you. I mean, the point is, is that, you know, (laughs) and, 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 you know, it's funny. There's a metaphor in there somewhere for Republicans because they talk a lot, you know, not to trash anything like that. Yeah. The point is, when you're having fun and we're just messing around, talking trash to each other, that's literally how they govern. Right. Which is they talk trash when they when they feel like something's in their favor, 
It's amazing how like the likes of like somebody comes to mind, Glenn Greenwald, you know, he <laughs> talks a lot about, oh, it's just a little, it was just a, a tour. And now it happens in Brazil when you don't see him saying anything. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Well, right. you know, here's a here's an example of how it's done by uh, somebody uh, named Blue Amp. What? Oh, that's your company. Here is oh my a, God. Who is a, here is a, one of the new uh, Blue Amp parodies. Here it is. Do you sometimes feel like you're missing a certain something? Like, maybe people aren't taking you seriously enough. Like you really need to go out and buy a high-powered semi-automatic machine gun for no particular reason? You may be suffering from SDE. SDE. And you're not alone. Signs include bragging about your auto emissions and having Romanian authorities arrest you and confiscate those 33 cars that release all those auto emissions. Abusing immigrants to show how much power you've got in the palm of your small hands. SDE is a medical condition we can't fully describe on a family-friendly video platform like this. Thanks, Obama. You may know it as having a tiny Thomas, a slim Alito. Even more dangerous, you've noticed your gorsuch is dragging. That's why you should ask your doctor or right-wing radio personality if MAGA is right for you. Millions of white men have tried MAGA to deal with the debilitating symptoms of having a pint-sized Roberts. Side effects of MAGA may include buying Twitter, supporting Vlad Putin, having a hard time closing the deal to become Speaker of the House, or attacking the U.S. Capitol. Even women can suffer the effects of feeling like they have a nano Coney Barrett. You don't have to suffer in silence. In fact, the smaller your Kavanaugh, the louder you are. Hi, MAGA, the answer for people with SDE. MAGA means SDE. MAGA means SDE. <laughs> that would be small energy. Thank you, yes. Cliff Schechter. That was fantastic. My pleasure. We try to do a lot of that kind of mockery at our channel. Yes. So. And you're a liberal helper. You tweeted my advice to Kevin McCarthy. Any member of your caucus invites you out to dinner before sitting, you'll want to go to the bathroom to be sure there's no gun tape to the back of the toilet. I read that because Chris is going to go, oh, I didn't see I've that. seen The Godfather. Oh, now you have. For years, I, I would make a reference. He'd be like, I didn't see The Godfather. I'm like, you didn't see The Godfather? <laughs> I saw it like five years ago. I, thought, I had to, you know, it seemed right, the, the Godfather yes. reference, but uh, you can make many other ones, too. He's He should be watching his back. He better get eyes on the back of that uh, swollen yeah. head of his. But, I mean, you know? that is a historic blunder, isn't it? Everything he gave away to get the speakership. I mean, one person can make a motion to vacate. Right. Again, you can't lead in those circumstances because you go into any negotiation one person's having a bad day. One person's pissed at you in your caucus, and you're right. gone. But can't no, you? I mean, that, that opens the door for Democrats. I think it was Kurt Bardella that said that. That, you yeah. know, if they remove people from committees like Schiff or Swalwell, they can make a motion to vacate. That's a great point. That's yeah. excellent. Yeah, Kurt Bardella. I mean, a smart he's dude. given Democrats mm -hmm. a, a weapon as well, right? Yeah. They Again, I mean, when you look at the professional nature, how Nancy Pelosi ran it, how amazing she was, and then you look at this. It reminds yeah. you of how good she was. And even yeah. Hakeem Jeffries who held every vote and then gave that incredible speech. The contrast is just so perfect, right? Yeah. And then they're getting into a fist fight on the House floor, like trying to, I mean, I love that picture of like the hand yeah. over the yes. face. I would have washed my yeah. hand for about an hour. Right. Probably, <laughs> I, I gotta say, if there's, there, there could be some syphilitic matter there that you may wanna <laughs> scrape off. I don't know. <laughs> CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. 
That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. How's that for messaging Cliff Schechter? Hakeem Jeffries. He, see, that's the other thing. I mean, like, there have been so many positives on that front that I, I feel like when I'm bringing them up, you brought up Kuntz, which is great, in that against Hawley. You brought up some of, the, like, what I said about Swalwell and some of these other great kind of, I call them almost next generation Democrats. And alpha then liberals. This, yeah. Yes, alpha liberal. And then, and then Jeffries, could there be a better choice for speaker right now? I mean, Pelosi is one of the best vote counters ever. We needed somebody, though, who I think could more strongly and acerbically deliver a message that hits the other side and, and and you know and and it's not an attack on Pelosi she's fantastic at what she does but this this age now we need somebody and I think Jeffries is the guy yeah no he's so I'm really excited he, about that he is per- hey speaking of messaging look it's a love letter Jeff in Chicago says uh Stefan the Mooks good morning just want to give a quick shout out to Keith an Uber driver in Chicago who had you on in his car oh, yeah. during my ride home after dropping my car off in the mechanic after a weekend of car problems repair cost anxiety it was great to connect with another Steph head I'll take that as a good omen that I won't have to sell my firstborn to pay to fix my car a big thank you for all the laughs and all that you and the whole Stephanie Miller crew and regulars provide each morning to keep the rest of us sane wow nice job cool. who is it Keith Keith Uber driver in Chicago, nicely done, sir. Fantastic uh, programming selection in your car. Okay. So, because uh, that's, you know, we've talked about this, um, Cliff, forever and ever, too, is just we are at a disadvantage in progressive media in terms of the, you know, volume of, of getting our message out, in terms of volume of stations, etc. So that's why yes. it, it goes to your point. It's even more important that the messages we do get out are really powerful because we don't have the 500 stations and the, mm-hmm. you know, and we were talking about the mainstream media. Even Ron Klain said, we are at the lowest unemployment in 50 years. Do you see that really Nobody anywhere in the media? So, uh, Wall Street Journal even had a thing. What if inflation went away and no one noticed? Right. Like, we're back down. I mean, it's just, we cannot count on no, the media, they, can they we? Will, you know, you have to, part of that, and part of the reason why Democrats need to message so aggressively is exactly that reason, because mainstream media at this point will only respond to conflict to what will give them clicks if you give a speech like he did and you and you go after mar-a-lago which you know among other places that hakeem jeffries did in his speech they'll cover it but that's what it comes down to is you have to message even more so because they don't do their jobs and i always point out there's some terrific exceptions out there various reporters that are outstanding but i'd say about 90 percent they fail and they both sides everything. And so if you want to get your message through about how awful they are, you've got to say it in an aggressive way. You've got to use language you know that's a little controversial, so they'll cover it. It has to bring out emotions, either be funny or be whatever, so they'll cover that. Like you have to hack the fact into the fact that like they won't cover anything that's a normal sort of critique. Yeah. Um, of, so so you, you do that. And, and I think these guys, 
I think these folks get that because you pointed out, like nobody knows. Go to the street, ask ten people what our unemployment rate is, and if it's the you know, and they, I, I'm sure half of them would think yeah. it's the highest it's been. Three point five. One in our lifetime, right? Right. Amazing. I was taught that in economics class. That's it. Like impossible. Like four percent's full employment. Right. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Ah, uh, speaking of Chicago, Marcus in Chicago. Hey, Marcus, you're on with Cliff. Hey, good afternoon to you all. Hey, a while back I saw a video clip of a rebel group and a monkey got a hold to a machine gun and caused havoc. That's what I see with this upcoming Republican uh, Congress. (laughs) Only there will be 20 of them with machine guns. Y'all have a good one. Yeah, you too. That's a perfect analogy. I think that's about as good a metaphor as it gets, right, Steph? I mean, like, I I think if you just... 20 monkeys, which are those 20 people that voted against McCarthy, and just give, they'll just shoot in all directions. Yeah. I mean, you know? I we've, we said earlier on the show, Cliff, we have created an America where a six-year-old just shot his teacher. We've created that America mm-hmm. where that, you know, the price of our freedom apparently is worth it, right? Can you imagine, I mean, just to step back for a second and think about that and think about what a child, what they know to do and what, you know, at the age of six, yeah. and that this child knew enough from whatever family this child came from to bring a gun to school. I mean, if that doesn't tell you everything, all of our wrong priorities, nothing's said about it. Nothing's going to be done. I think it was in Virginia. Glenn Youngkin's an idiot and is busy making up stuff about, you know, uh, oh, they're going to they're gonna indoc- woke indoctrinate you in school and turn your kids into, you know. He, he's, he yeah. is talking about all sorts of garbage because he wants to run for president. And... The things that actually, we, you know, six-year-olds not shooting their teachers, which some people might consider a priority, um, he'll he's just gonna yeah. ignore. Yeah. Right. Yep. It's the woke indoctrination. Yep. It's the pro- that that's the problem. John it in- makes you actually care about other people. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, John in Phoenix. You're on with Cliff. Hey, John. Hi, Stephanie. Hi, uh, hi Cliff. You're the man. Um, this has nothing to do about what you're talking about, oh. but I wanted Steph to know that her boyfriend, Michael Steele. Yes was on the Sunday show with Jonathan Capehart, and they were discussing the uh, debt ceiling. Mr. Steele said that uh, not raising it would put us in debt. That is incorrect. Not raising it would put us in default. Right. And I'm yeah. hoping this is just a mistake and not a strategy. Right. Well, I just, just, I, just bro- I just broke up with him. I mean, he was. <laughs> he was my boyfriend! That's it, Cliff. <laughs> Um, but, well, ser- no, but quite seriously, this is what's going to happen next. They are going to throw up to, bl- to threaten to blow up the full faith and credit of the United States, blow through the right. debt ceiling so that they can destroy your Medicare and Social Security. I mean, yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing is there's a the message. Ceiling, there's a strong message for us. <laughs> right? Well, we should use that constantly. Yeah. And I, we did during the election. We did talk a lot about Social Security and Medicare. I think that was important to older voters who we switched over. I mean. The thing is, is that that's this is one of those areas. It's like saying, you know, we're not going to give our soldiers weapons to defend themselves or something. It, it, it would you're going to create such a disaster economically. We're honestly going to crash if you do that. And and my guess is Michael Steele just made a mistake. It's not debt. This is debt that we've already incurred. Right. You know what I mean? Like the debt ceiling is is raising that. So I mean, if you refuse to do that. I mean, I brought up the other day, I tweeted out that I have a friend here who works in this office building and he's, he actually is American now, but French, was saying a good friend of his was going to you know, invest in 
was a project in the U.S. and talked to risk advisors, and they said, "No, you should. You should. There's a similar one in Canada. You should invest in, invest in that one. The U.S. isn't stable right now." Yeah, and it's like yeah. that's where these guys are taking us. People, we're, we're going to lose out economically. We're going to lose tourism. I mean, I don't even understand people from Europe and places that go to Florida at this point. Like, I mean, but we're yeah. talking about how great the economy is right now. The amazing job uh, Biden's done on unemployment, inflation, all of that. They they will try to wreck that so they can run on it yeah. in 2024. I mean, I mean that, that's what's job, that, it really is jobs. negotiating with terrorists. I mean, that's that's what this is going to be for two years. Right. No, I mean, and that's the thing is the only they can only use use strength and use you know, and, and, and honestly threaten these guys if these guys do that uh, with, with the debt ceiling. There, there's absolutely no way you can go to them and try to sort of play to any kind of sense of responsibility. I mean, anybody had any responsibility felt any towards the United States of America and not they're just on their selfish little games? Would they have done, would they have made that, carried that vote out 15 different votes, dragged us through all that and made us look like a joke in front of the world? You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. no, they, they don't care. Yeah. Remember Marjorie Taylor Greene, she's the angriest when she's like, I found out three members of the Freedom Caucus went in and negotiated and they didn't ask for anything for me. Yeah. It's like, that's what it's all about. Well, and also, didn't ask for you. we're talking about how the dumb stuff they say that they're going to do. She keeps so worried. First thing we can do is repeal the 87,000 IRS agents. And we were saying, first of all, they're already, you can't repeal or replace the money. It's already spent. And it's for over a 10 year period to replace when, you know, agents retire or leave or whatever. I mean, it's just so dumb, the stuff they're, they're running well, on. We've already starved the IRS. So they don't have enough people to audit yeah. all sorts of people with questionable taxes. That's how a Donald Trump and people like that get away with this stuff. How much money does our treasury lose because of it? Yeah. You know, she's just, I mean, I'm surprised one of her demands wasn't getting like, you know, a vibranium shield or something from Captain America's sort of collection so she could hide from Jewish lasers coming down. Yeah. I need all the vibranium. Okay, Kathy in Denver, you're on with Cliff. Hello, Kathy. Hi, I'm so glad to, to talk with you in person. This is awesome. Thank you. What I'm concerned about is the wall of uh, misinformation, and I prefer to call it straight-up military-grade propaganda. I mean, I, I have a problem with having things narrated for me as they're happening. And last night, or the night before, when we saw uh, MTG showing her phone and saying, yeah. you know, Donald wants to talk to you, yeah, I, and people just I going, want to yeah. know. <laughs> I want to know how it's possible the next day for people to come out and say Trump's uh, power is waning when I have two years after an election. If Obama, uh, you know, if Obama had um, had representatives saying, "Hey, he wants to talk to you," two years after he was out of office, yeah. It would be insane. And so I, I think it's really important to consider as Democrats that we have lost our third space. We go to work, we go home, but because we mask and we vax and we're, you know, conscious of a pandemic, we have a lot, and we're not entirely religious, we don't have a third space to gather that's safe, and the Republicans do. And every single Sunday there are pastors saying, you know, kill gay people and yeah. the government is against you. So we need yeah. to address that. Yeah. And, and also, I'm not exactly sure how. Yeah. Well, and also I was going to say, thank you for your call, but how there's, they have tax exempt status, mm-hmm. these churches, you know? Well, 
don't get me started on that. I mean, I don't think any religious entity should. Yeah. And I mean, I don't care. Like, look at what 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 that jackwad Joel Osteen, you know, and what, what I mean, who who's got the the, the big uh, when there was the flood, he wouldn't let folks come in. Yeah. Something it's like, hey, flood, biblical. You might want to, but he's got like fourteen airplanes, and you know, what, all... I mean, the the tax. Oh, this status. story we hadn't gotten to yet, but they're all frauds. This what's the crazy bitch the. <laughs> What's her name? Paula, Paula White. Paula. Oh, she, yeah, yeah. Yeah, do oh. we have, yeah, just to remind you, I think we have some Paula White. But she, Destroying yes. Journey, too? She sucks. <laughs> yes. I just, the fact that the band Journey is involved in this grifting story is fantastic. She is, uh, she was a spiritual advisor to Trump. She's this lady. She's accused of improperly accessing the bank account of the legendary rock group Journey. That is the most bizarre story that I've... Okay, but this is the lady. We break and divide every demonic confederacy against the election, against America, against that who you have declared to be in the White House. We break it up in the name of Jesus. We lose confusion into every demonic confederacy directed right now at this election, directed specifically at the six states. We come against people that are working in high levels right now with demonic confederacies and secrecies and demonic plans and nephew we break it up and we command that it be okay. exposed right now in the name of Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Okay. That's that oh, lady. Jesus. And then she starts speaking in tongues, I think. And I know, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, Neil Schoen, founding member of Journey, is mm-hmm. accusing the wife of keyboardist Jonathan Kane, Paula White Kane. So she's married to the guy in Journey? Yeah. Okay. Married to one of the she, Journey uh, guys who chose to go to Mar-a-Lago and play some of their songs. Don't stop believing. And all the rest of the journey guys who aren't actually crazy. Yes. We're like, no, don't do that. Right. And so we are. she is a, a, a accused of obtaining access into Journey's bank accounts without his permission. Mm-hmm. So that's how somehow the crazy speaking in tongues Trump preacher lady got involved in the journey. <laughs> I swear to God, but the they all, like they're all the frauds. About to end. Huh? The one, she's like, the world's about to end. Give me $9, right. you know, like kind of thing. So that's somebody I would definitely trust having access to my bank account. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, my God. I mean, you have everything from complete fraud. Uh, what's it? George Santos flashing a white power signal on the floor of Congress to, oh, here's the all the gossip we were sharing with you during the break is there is a shot of somebody talking to Matt Gates, you know, after the last time mm-hmm. he voted no. And the, yeah. he looks white as a sheet, Matt Gates. I don't know what the guy was saying to him, but he switched his vote immediately. So you, you can't help but go, what was about? <laughs> what was that about? <laughs> yeah. We've got what pictures of a say? 17-year-old. Right, right. <laughs> say, somehow I have to believe there's underage women involved. <laughs> yes. I mean, I just, there are, what a clown caucus. I know. Yeah. I know. And, and like, he even, a lot of what Gates was doing, what, as much as we enjoyed it and McCarthy's awful, was just that he was personally pissed at him because he didn't think McCarthy defended him strongly enough when Gates was accused of the 17-year-old. So it was all personal peak. Again, it, was, it wasn't it was about yeah. any broader principles of the country. It was like, I'm mad. I'm a spoiled little rich jerk who, you know, who's a sex trafficker and got <laughs> drunk, has been arrested for drunk driving a couple yeah. of times. It's pathetic. And I'm mad. So I'm going to do what I want to do. By the way, I say it here, Chris. Yes. Our free up. graphic designers. I, oh. At the beginning of the show, we said, why do we not have a Rapey McForehead t-shirt since I coined the phrase right. for Representative Matt Gates?" And lo, lo and behold, George has provided us. We will have it up uh, by tomorrow Ooh. morning. Can we put a disclaimer on that you must be 18 to wear this shirt? That's funny. 